Oh, you can do better. Give glory to Jesus. We serve a living God. Tell your neighbor, we serve a living God. And I'm glad that we are in the house of the Lord today. Because our God is good. And his mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah. Oh, can you amen be louder for Jesus? Can you amen be louder for Jesus? Amen. I'm going to speak briefly and let's share a word of prayer together. Father, I want to thank you. Thank you for your name that is above every name. And thank you for this house. I pray that your grace shall continue to abide in us. And your love continue to increase in us. That this house shall spring forth the love unto which is not shaken by anything. The agape love will continue to be rooted in us. And we shall be indeed the light of the world. We honor you. We bless you. We exalt thee on this day and forevermore. May the church say a big amen to Jesus. Amen. 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 I want to speak briefly today on a subject titled, Be Connected and Remain Connected. Tell your neighbor, be connected. Be connected. Oh, look at your neighbor's face. You know, no, uh, Look at the neighbor's face and say, be connected, be connected. And, remain connected. and remain connected. Some people are refusing to look at their neighbors. May the mercy of God help you that please look at your neighbor and say, be connected, be connected. And, remain and remain connected. Be connected, be connected. And, remain and remain connected. Be connected, oh. Be connected, oh. And say, my sister. Or if it's a brother, say, my brother, be connected and remain connected. Hallelujah. Everything has a source. Everything has what? And anything by itself is unable to produce unless it's connected to the source. Now, I really wanted to, as the Lord was teaching me and, and, and as I was preparing this message, you know, the Lord gave me an illustration that I really wanted to do, which I'm going to sort of like do in a modern way. But maybe for the young folks, this may be a little bit too, um, you know, th- this may really help you out. But, you know, for us who, uh, you know, have experienced some things back there, you know, what I really wanted to really do was to really come today with the old school iron. And for those who know truly what the old school iron really is, it was not based on a generator of a power, electric power, but you had to use charcoal. And as you put that charcoal in it, something then starts to happen. Uh, can I have this, please? This is my iron. I promise my wife I'll take it back. So when we see this iron, we see an iron. It has a purpose. True or false? If I had two of these irons together, will you be able to tell which one is working and which one is not working? No, it is not possible. But the test of its ability to produce its work depends on it being connected. 
The iron that does not work, when you connect it, it doesn't do something. But the one that works, when you connect it, it does something. The purpose of the iron is to make sure that the things that are wrinkled, and if you can plug this in for me, man of God. See, today I'm able to touch it like this. But you realize that in the midst of this message, at some point, my head cannot just touch the bottom of it and think that I can go scot-free. You didn't get me here. You see, this morning I want to speak about be connected. Because in the life that we live, we live in a life where we need to understand what we currently have in us. And what we have in us is life. And life with power. Hallelujah. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 5. If we can just go there briefly so I can read this. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 5. And I'll try to finish quickly because today we have a lot of things to cover. It says, be made us alive with the Messiah. Even though we were dead in what? Trespass. By grace, we are what? Saved. Which, once again, I want to highlight, made us what? Alive. It means that outside of Christ, there is no life. When you come to receive Jesus Christ, that is where you receive the life of what God has given to you. Just as the iron, if I had two, two of these irons, if one was plugged in, or if they were both not plugged in, they were both iron. But now until you plug them in, it's when you determine which one is able to do the job. So the reason why it is important for us to understand this is that we have to be remain connected in Jesus Christ because our life is in Jesus. Outside of Jesus, there is no life. And the truth is that you are walking around all right, but you are not experiencing the essence of life. Amen. What am I saying here? What I'm saying here is that we cannot live a life thinking that it is not necessary for us to be connected. So what are we connected with? We are connected to Jesus Christ in faith. For those writing notes. We connect in Jesus Christ. The source of this iron depends on electric power. But for you and I, our source of electric power, our strength, is our faith in Jesus. Ah, did I get an amen here? But we also have to understand that it is necessary for us to be connected in the body of faith. You may say, Pastor, where are you taking this? You see, the Christian... When we become saved, one of the places that we get comfortable with is being saved. But we have to understand that we are being saved into a body. 
And that body is the body of faith. I'll explain that as we keep going. And I want you to take your Bible to Hebrews chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. And I'm going to read it. Hebrews chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. It says, Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and the high priest of your confession. Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him who appointed him, as Moses also was faithful in all, all what? All his house. For this one has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses. He's talking about Jesus. In as much as he who built the house has more honor than the house, for every house is built by what? Someone. But he who built all things is what? God. Verse 5. And Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a what? Servant. For a testimony of those things which would be spoken afterwards. But Christ as a son over his own house whose house we are. If we hold fast to the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope, firm to the end. Amen. Amen. Now this iron now is getting very hot. It's, it's getting hot. Amen. Because now it has received power. Now the Apostle Paul was teaching us something here that is crucial. He says, therefore, holy brethren, you are what? Holy. Holy. But not just holy, you are also a partaker of the heavenly calling. Message of to be what? Connected. When the word partaker is used, it means that you share in part of something bigger. Ah, yeah, 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 get up. You share in part of what? Something bigger. Mean that you share in part with Jesus. Mean that you are in unity with Jesus. But it is important to also know that you don't just share in part, but you are part of it. Hear me? Because the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the what? The head. Of the what? Of the what? Church. Oh, can I preach to the church here? It's the head of the what? And the church is what? The body of what? The body of what? If Jesus is the head, and I still ought to say that we got to be connected in faith in Jesus, and he's also, that we are the body of Christ, it means that we have to come in union with the body. Because the body does not operate outside of the head. Neither does the head operate by itself. The head and the body both have to be in union. That is why in the book of Ephesians says, chapter 2, it says that we are seated 
in heavenly places with Jesus. I am not just sitting in any place, but I am seated with Jesus because I am part of the body and Jesus is the head. And as long as Jesus is the head and I am part of the body, I sit where the head is. Tell your neighbor, be connected. Say, be connected. I'm getting there. You see, the reason why I got to speak about this is because sometimes in the Christian don't walk, we have become so, so we, we look at just ourselves. But everybody here plays a role in this body. If there is any ineffectiveness in the body, if there is any weakness in the body, if something has not been connected, then that thing becomes idle and does not produce. Ha! Am I teaching something here? So you can't just say, yeah, I'm just going to church just to go. But you go to church because you are part of the body. Now when you think about being part of the body, also think about the fact that the body is connected to the head. Amen. So, when you say, I don't want to be part of the body, then you are saying, I don't want to be part of the head. But the body and the head are one. The reason why the body of Jesus Christ and I got to teach this word briefly. It's because this body is for Christ. And this church has to stand connected with one another. Amen. Connected in the body. Amen. Can I get an amen here? Amen. You see, that is why the Bible says, the scripture says, do not forsake the fellowship of the gathering of the saints. Mm. Matthew chapter 18. I love it. Verses 20, the Bible says, for who, uh, can we go there really quickly? I want it to be posted. Matthew chapter 18, verses 20. Are you there? For where two or three are what? In what? Oh, come on, church, work with me. Where two or three are gathered together in what? What happens? I am what? Where two or three is gathered. He is there. Meaning that he is here. As long as we are here. In the name. That God is here. So the reason why we know what is called corporate worship. Is because when we come together. We also then invite him in. He's also there with us. He said what? He's what? He's there. And where he is, worship has to be given to him. You didn't get it. Where he is, worship has to be given to him. The Bible says the 24 elders, they worship the Lord in their very presence. So in the presence of God, Worship is not an option. It is mandated. 
Because in the presence of God, they got to be worshipped. Church, you cannot miss this. You got to hear this. Because if you don't understand this, you may come to church all right. And you may leave all right. But you have to make sure that you are receiving the deposit of the one who is the head. Where two or three is gathered, what the Lord is teaching us here, he took something out of the scripture. What did he take out? He took out something called one. Because it is important for the body to be effective if it's just a one person. So the body, it becomes a body when it's two or three that come in agreement of his name. Then his presence is also there. The one is out. The number one is out. I hate to get you all upset. But I got to tell you the truth. In the body of Christ, there is no one person alone. It is, the Bible says in the book of Ephesians that it is he that calls some to be pastors, some to be apostles, some to be teachers, some to be, to be prophets. I came to announce to you there is a gift in the body of God. And every gift got to be activated. Tell everybody it got to be connected. Be connected and remain connected. It's hot, but we are going. I said we are going. So your attitude and behavior towards the body of Christ is a reflection of your gratitude towards the blessed name and the mercy we have been bought by. How you Walk in church. I'm not talking about the physical walk. But what you do in church matters. Because you are a body. You are part of the body. Say to your neighbor, it matters. Now he said, you are partaker of what? A heavenly calling. And sometimes we look at the heavenly calling only at the place of salvation. But tell neighbor, we are going further. The heavenly calling is not only about you being saved today. The heavenly calling is about us making sure that we are partaking in the body of Jesus. Hallelujah. When God decided to take the people of Israel out of Egypt, the command he gave to Pharaoh, let my people go so that they can worship me. God, seek and search for our heart of worship. Now we need to understand these things. The reason why we have to be connected is because if you're not connected, you don't see life of Christ in you. But it's not only the end that today I am saved. 
But you got to remain connected. Let's go back to the Hebrews chapter 3. Now, in Hebrews chapter 3, I read from verses 3 going. For this one has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, which is Jesus. Inasmuch as he who built the house has more honor than the house. For every house is built by someone. But he who built all things is who? Is who? And Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant. For a testimony of those things which would be spoken after. But Christ as a son over his own word, house. Whose house we are? Whose house we are? Every house has a purpose. And every house is built by someone. And it's the builder is God. But it is the builder who receives the honor and the glory. Not the house. Not what? The house. It is about time we understand this. That as we remain connected, we are not remaining connected for our glory. But when we remain connected, the glory is given to him. You see, but God did not create us as just natural houses. But he created us as spiritual what? Houses. What am I saying here, pastor? What God did is that he, he, he realized that you are his house. But he says, I am the what? The builder. And he took the builder, who is Jesus, the architect, the engineer, the master planner, the provider, the source maker. The make, he wonder makes a way where there seems to be no way. He took the builder. And remember, it says that the house does not have more glory than the builder. So to, for him to let you understand why you got to remain connected, he took the builder and he put the spirit of the builder in you. So now, when people see you, they just don't see a building. They see the builder. So in your life, when it comes to your testimony, you are at the reflection of the builder. So the glory of the builder, the honor of the builder, now is upon you. Now is upon you. So you are walking in the glory and the honor of the Most High. Because you are not just a standing building, but you are a living building. Because the builder is in you. And because the builder is in you, the builder is working. The builder is what? Working. And because the builder is in you working, glory keeps producing. Honor keeps producing. So I don't know what you may be going through, but the reason why the joy of the Lord is our strength, because I got the builder. I got the builder in me. You got the builder in you. But you got to remain connected. 
You got to remain connected. You see, the iron is supposed to what? Heat up and straighten every wrinkle clothes. My wife was asking me, honey, why do you want to choose this iron? And I said, there is something about this iron that I like the most. This iron has an automatic switch off when it's not actively being used. So I can touch it, and I'm not bent. I feel the warm, but yet, guess what? I can touch it. It is not effective enough to make anything happen until I start to reuse it. To straighten every crooked path. This iron is a representation of our faith. We got to make sure our faith remains connected in God in all our ways and keep it working. Faith without works is dead. So faith got to keep working. Your faith in Jesus got to keep working. But not working just for yourself, but for the body. Am I teaching something here? And I'm ending to say these things. Many of the times, we have to know that God does not work on the sideline. But he works in us. We want to believe God as God. But yet, the reason why God is instructing us to teach this word is that many of the times we are failing to be partakers of what God has called us to be part of. Many of us believe that he is God. But we don't want to carry his nature. Because the only way you remain connected is when you allow yourself for him to keep using you. When you allow yourself for him to keep using you. And the more you are being used, the more the glory is given to the Father above. Many of us believe that he is God. But a few of us want to remain connected. A few of us desire to be partakers of the nature of God. My brothers and sisters, this is the story, or this is the conclusion of this message. The Bible says that Moses was a faithful servant, and faithful in all of the house. The question I have for you today is that are you faithful to God? And can you remain faithful to God? You believe in God, all right. But are you willing to partake in fellowship with him? Because when you partake in that fellowship, the nature of God becomes your nature. 1 Corinthians 1, verses 9, 10. God, who has called you into fellowship with his son, Jesus, our Lord, is faithful. Is faithful. 
He has called us into fellowship with his son. He is what? Faithful. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 24. It says, Faithful is he that called you, who also will do it. Amen. How does he do it? He do it through your faithfulness. He's a faithful God. And when you are remaining faithful to him, he manifests what he has purposed in your life. If there be any message for me to preach today, as we are going to discuss about the family church and who we are and where we are going, it got to be about this message. That we got to remain connected in the faith as a body. How is your life causing somebody else to be blessed? You have been a Christian, all right, for all these years. How many souls have we won? You say you believe in God. Are we able to be faithful to take God by his word and live according to it? Because your faithfulness is to that. To the word of God. To the word of God. It's not by being faithful to the pastor. But are you being faithful to God? In all of his house. Moses was faithful. If we can look at Jesus Christ. The author and the finish of our faith. Then we will not do it because of my convenience. Because today now I feel like, so I want to do it. But I do it because I'm faithful to him. Serve God because you want to be faithful to him. Now I see you are faithful to him. That is where you see that he does it. Faithful is he who have called you. And he would do it. He would do it. Meaning that he would do what he has said through you. But you got to remain connected. And remain being used for God. May the Lord bless his word today. And I pray that today. Your life would not be the same. But may as God testify of Moses. About his faithfulness. So may God testify about your faithfulness. That that faithfulness, God will come and stand in God for you. Aaron and his, his sister decided to accuse Moses and speak against Moses. That is he the only one that God can speak through? But because Moses is a faithful servant, God came to the aid of Moses. Not Moses' own strength. May the Lord bless his word. Please rise on your feet. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God. 
be the glory for the things he has done. To God, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God. The Bible says the night before he was betrayed, he took the bread and said, take this, eat it, for it is my body. These elements that we do on a monthly basis is to remind us that we are a body. When our brother or sister is weak, we have to be a body. We have to have a desire to remember that we are a body. How do we say we belong to Christ when we don't acknowledge the body of Christ? We are a body. We are a body. And there is no other message. For we ought to do this in remembrance of him. That constantly we remember we eat of the body of Christ. And we ought to do this in remembrance of him. And likewise, he took the cup and said, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. The blood of Jesus that purifies. That takes off away our sins. It is the blood of Jesus. That today he has called us to do this in remembrance of him. I pray that today as we eat of the body and drink of the blood of Christ. These elements. As we eat of this and we drink of this cup. We shall remember what Jesus Christ has done for us. And we shall remember who we belong to. That we belong to Jesus. The body of Jesus Christ, whom he is the head. Father, I thank you. I honor you, O God, and I praise you for this church. I pray that, Father, you alone will bless this. Bless these elements, O God, as your people die with you today. Father, may the life of your word, for your word says that your words are spirit and life, may it rest upon this church, that this body shall be stronger in you, shall abound in you, shall grow in you, shall work in your spirit, shall love you, shall desire after you. Let the sick be healed. Let the weak be strong. Let the blind see. Let the deaf hear thy voice in Jesus' name. We thank you for what you are doing in the shepherd's house. In Jesus' name, I pray thanksgiving. Amen. Let's give glory to Jesus. Amen.